The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious How about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. This is episode 316. Oh hell yeah, because the WrestleCast said so. And I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. What's going on, Mo? Nah, what's going on, bro? Give me a hell yeah, man. Episode 316. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. We we finally made it. Hey, I'm telling you, I said I said the way we were doing shows, you know, we were kinda like, um we'll get to get to four hundred quicker than we probably expected it to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. But you know, this is a milestone. Um this is a milestone episode for us wrestling fans. Now, let me tell you this. Um, during the height of Stone Cold Steve Austin, my street address was 316. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's pretty badass. Pretty badass. We're here on episode 316 of the WrestleCast being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us on any podcast app. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and the WrestleCast, the RawCast, the NXT cast. Smackdown Matters will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. All right, Mo. We had the money in the bank. This hold past. on before you before before we go there. Yes, sir. Before we go there, I just want to get your um, thoughts on. Cause I've been waiting all we wait for weeks for this to happen. But what you think about the maximum male models on SmackDown? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we can do a little bit of a SmackDown uh, uh, report here, review real quick. Shout out to Miss Jade to the max. Uh, it was Mace and it was um, Mansoor, right? Oh, it's um. Uh, how did they say it? <laughs> um, my name was Mansoir. Yeah, Mansoir. Um, it's yeah. I forgot how he said Mace, but he said but it was spelled a different way. I was just like, oh no, this is terrible, but this is just great at the same time. <laughs> good and terrible. Good this is, and terrible. This is the, good, the good, terrible wrestling that we didn't know that we needed, but they gave it to us. It is, it is what it is, but I think the fans, I think the fans are kind of like, you know what? We gonna give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, it was like they was using the hashtag, and 
you know, I had already had said who was who was rumored to be a part of it. Those two, then they said they, they wasn't gonna be a part of it. The next thing you know, here they come out there doing their model poses. I was like, oh my goodness, I said, look at these two. <laughs> and man, 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 suave, like he didn't bulked up some muscle. Yeah, if you're gonna be a male model, man, you can't be out here with no little chicken arms and chicken legs. <laughs> Got it. You gotta have some. You gotta have some some type of definition to you. So, um, what you think about Madcap Moss earning his way into the uh, Money in the Bank match? Told you there was gonna be a TBA. We actually was right on both accounts because it was it was a, a TBA one and a TBA two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. TBA two probably was a little unnecessary, but. Yeah, TBA two definitely had us like, oh no. But you know that that makes me. As soon as Adam Pace came out there talking about talking about rage, you rage you one, I said, here we go. Um, I don't know if you have this in the Mo Milks or if I'm stepping over your segment, but uh, what's up with Kevin Owens? Oh, I think I I thought I mentioned this, but he's um, he's injured. We're not really specifying how injured he is. Sounds like concussion, maybe. Might be, because that's what he was supposed to have been wrestling. They pulled him and Ezekiel supposed to be wrestling for the last spot, which kind of led to all the shenanigans that happened last week. Mm-hmm. And then we had Friday with SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the show is uh, Monday Night Raw is a lot less entertaining without KO. Right. Um, get a new shirt coming out with a panda on it. <laughs> um, they had a battle royal between the existing members of the uh Money in the Bank ladder match on the men's side, so yeah, and then but then they went and had the fate, the um, the fatal, the fatal four by five way, whatever, at the end of the main event. Mm-hmm. I guess they want the people to cheer Madcap Moss. They feel like he's been earning his stripes against Corbin. He has. We'll talk about a lot of those folks in a, in a bit. But I just want to see what you thought about the maximum male models. We'll see where it goes. They got a great mouthpiece. It, it, yeah. it sucks that they just going to relegate LA Knight to being a manager, quote unquote. But. Um, yeah. That was the case, and that probably was. This is probably would have been the role that um, Adam Cole would have been on if he came to the main roster. But right, he said, "Nah, I, I have a lot more wrestling to do." <laughs> right, I'll pass. All right, so Saturday night, Money in the Bank, hashtag Money Cast holds. Thank you to everybody who shared their commentary with color with us through. Uh, the live tweet and also the Twitter spaces. I can only imagine the commentary with color that was inside that Twitter space. I know y'all was acting up, but uh, why well, inside the Twitter space? But I know they, I'm sure they were acting up. Yes. But question, real quick, did we talk that um, Logan Paul signed with the company? Yes, I think we did. Did that happen afterwards or? Uh, it might have happened afterwards. I know that was that's that was a big story on SmackDown and for um they talked about the money in the bank as well too. So 
It's a big story in a lot of places. A lot of people places picked that. Hey, up. We, we know when you got you get mainstream coverage. Vince loved to get well. Stephanie, sorry, <laughs> Stephanie loved to get mainstream coverage. Vince likes to get mainstream coverage too because you saw that picture on Saturday. Mm-hmm. There was all at the UFC. Right. Yeah. They, oh, oh, let's not jump ahead because I want to say something about. And I'm gonna quote Dee Joe Nay when we get to that part. Okay. All right. So money in the bank. Uh, we start off with no pre-show, with no matches on the pre-show. So we jump into the main. A lot of talking. Huh? A lot of talking on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. So we but jump. pre in... came out there. Montez sitting on the table. They were telling him to get down because that stable, that table was unstable, so to speak. <laughs> he already had an incident once when he fell through the table. We hopping up on the tables and everything. So we start with the ladies' Money in the Bank ladder match. We have Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Shotzi, Raquel Rodriguez, and Lacey Evans as our participants. Raquel bridges the ladder between the ring and the announcer's table and brawls with Asuka. That's countered into a cross arm breaker, but Becky comes in and lays Asuka on the ladder. It was supposed to be a leg drop, but it was kind of like in between a leg drop and a senton. Uh, from Becky Lynch onto Asuka, drops both of them, and everyone is down. A bunch of ladders are brought in, and everybody goes up with only Becky Lynch being left. But Liv goes up her own ladder. The ladder gets tipped over, but Liv kicks the rope uh, as she's on her way down to rebalance the ladder back up, allowing her to knock Becky Lynch off the ladder, and Liv climbs to the top of the ladder of success. And grabs the briefcase and Liv Effin Morgan, y'all, won the Money in the Bank ladder match. Who was, who was my pick, by the way? Somebody want to go with Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, I thought Smiley was going to get it. I really did. The crazy thing about this ending was how she, that the letter tips over, she catches the foot on the rope and bounces back up to have to let her stand back up and she knocks back in. I was like, how did she do that? Because I know that would have been anybody else. We'd have fell. Because <laughs> the ladders weren't cooperating for the ladies at all mm-hmm. at any point in this match except for that spot right there. Right. Raquel Is Rodriguez, like- she had a couple of spots where the ladder was not cooperating. Shotzi had a couple of spots where the ladder was not cooperating. Um, this 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 match was very sloppy at, at the at the least. Very sloppy. Um he um it was a, the part where I think Lacey Lacey did the um like was up at the top. Not Lacey, um Liv was at the top, she flipped over. I think she grabbed um She did she got Lacey with the, like a, a power bomb. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh, I said that didn't look that didn't look like that was the smoothest, but it worked because I was like, we didn't want um, Lacey winning this one. <laughs> uh, people were booing the shit out of Lacey Evans and they were cheering the shit out of Shotzi. But here's the crazy thing Shotzi got into it with some fans on social medias because they were, because they were talking about how she was pointing out they were botching over on um, AEW. And those same fans was, you know, coming back at her. So then she 
wrote a notes, an iOS press release, and then she ended up deleting her Twitter. Mm. See, it's not a good look to engage with the fans. Right. Not in, 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 when it comes to something negative. See, when if something if you tweet something and all of a sudden somebody has a negative reply, you have one or two options. Don't say nothing or make one tweet to, to redefine your position. After that, log off. Or just you you got the um the the the, the ability on your um Twitter to only see the replies from people you follow. So you don't have to see all the people saying shit to you. You can just adjust that and you gotta worry about it. Mm, yeah, that too. You gotta see all you ain't gotta see all them folks. Um, Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant needs to do that when the upcoming right. basketball season comes up. Right. Okay. So, Don. Um, who do you think the producers were? Molly Holly, because we saw Molly go around from Alexa Bliss. Uh, it's multiple in this one. So, Molly Holly, Tyson Kidd. And you know what? He's got to do something back there to earn his keep. Curtis Axel. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh! You got Tyson Kidd and Molly Holly and Kenny Dykstra. Kenny Lit Word? Yep. From the freaking Spirit Squad? Yep. <laughs> they just any Anybody would make him an agent these days, huh? I told you he's back. I've been told you he got signed as a um, as an agent. Uh, man, you t- uh, I, I, I take in so much news from you every week. I don't retain <laughs> all of it, but oh my gosh, that just popped me. That just took me back. Uh, that was just um, oh my god, that uh, too bad nobody from the Mean Street Posse is a. Uh, Right. As a producer. <laughs> uh, so we uh, get a recap of Cody Rhodes' uh, preview of the men's money in the bank ladder match that they aired on Raw. Now it's time for Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the United States title. The A-Town down is countered into a roll-up for two count. Theory goes to the eyes, then Theory hits his own spear. Lashley reverses the A-Town down into the hurt lock. Theory taps out, and we have a new United States champion, and his name is Bobby Lashley. Now you call that you said that you know what they doing with um Austin with Theory, he doesn't need the title, and so you know he drops the title to Lashley. Um, I don't really get too much for this match. The fans were into it though. Yeah, it was. Apparently, this 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 match was the the loudest, the loud, the the, the 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 loudest of the night, and I'm like, really? Because I think people, I think Theory's done a good job, but not being likable. And Bobby has, after this, almost and through turned the, turned the curve on mm-hmm. being gotcha. right. right. I think it's just the convergence of the two. Okay. You know. All right. Here's the who was the producer. Uh, Joseph Parks. Nope. Adam Pierce. Oh, okay. Scrap Danny. Scrap Danny. Scrap Danny. 
Uh, Liv says she doesn't know who she's casting in on, but for now, she's just celebrating. She says she has to be very calculating in this because she only has one chance and she doesn't want to screw it up. Mm-hmm. All right, Raw women's title matchup, Carmella versus Bianca Belair. There's a delayed vertical suplex on Carmella with Binky marching in place while she has Carmella up because Binky is the ish. Belair takes her in the corner to pound on Carmella with the 10 punches. She gets to nine, then does a backflip off the rope and then hits her with the 10th punch. So that was a nice little variation. Carmella comes back though with a low super kick and that gets her a two count, but she's talking too much trash and gets caught up in the KOD, and the champ retains as Bianca Belair is your winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, Carmella jumps Bianca and forearms her to the mat and leaves, so cutting the celebration short. Yeah, I'm like, y'all really want this to continue? Okay. Uh, what do you think about the bow and the Flojo combination from Bianca Belair on this pay-per-view? Loved it. Loved it. Get a new skills move. Move new um move to, to new like Arsenal to a move set, so to speak. Did you is is it me or is the braid getting longer? I believe it is. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about we'll talk about why. We get the raw <laughs> Uh We look at Logan Paul signing with the Hold WWE. On. Hold on. Yes, sir. Oh, producers. Okay. Uh, women's match. Uh, Tyson Kia can't produce everything. So, um, give me a little Jamie Noble right here. Nope. Sean Davari. Oh, we forgetting about Davari. Oh, never, never question. Yeah, I need, a, I need a list of the uh, producers, and then I can like. <laughs> it, it, it they'll take this all the fun away, but um, <laughs> but but it's still random. Now, question: Now, with the theory and Lashley match, now I said he will he Lashley will win, but with disqualification shenanigans, mm-hmm. you said he will win, but drop he would take the title. Mm-hmm. So, are we still getting both points, or are you getting it because you say he took the title? I don't get an extra point because he got the title the title oh, was gonna yeah. the title was gonna come his way if he were regardless oh, okay but now okay. if i now if you do the hey i predict this person is gonna win money in the bank and i predict they're gonna cash it in on the same event then yes you could double up that way okay all right cool i just want to make sure all yeah. right cool Just trying to retain your victory that's all I'm just trying to make sure if I be clear the rules here. <laughs> God, I say he was win, but I said it was by disqualification. I'm like, but I say he was going to win. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay. We, we look at Logan Paul signing with WWE, and he wants the Miz at SummerSlam. Uh, and then we get the worst commercial in the history of WWE oh uh, sponsored merchandise. As Alexa Bliss and Lily plug the Credit One WWE credit card. Oh, this was awful. Off dog awful. I mean, we we've seen them hawk hawk their merchandise in commercials before. You know, they would WWE shop things like that. But this was definitely like, what are y'all doing? 
y'all y'all see the state of the world right now, and y'all want to hawk y'all credit card? Come on. Now it's time for unified tag team title matchup as the Usos are taking on the Street Profits. Montez Ford hits the big running flip dive onto the Usos. That sets up the frog splash for two count with Jimmy making the save. We get the big stare down and then the slug out. Dawkins gets sent into the barricade and that allows Montez Ford to get caught up in the 1D and the champs retain their unified tag team title. Now, I would say this was definitely the match of the night, and I was like, when they was, when they, was they were saying that the, the crowd was loud, was the loudest for Theory and Lash, and I was like, you sure this, this wasn't loud for Street Profits and Usos? Because especially when they did that step, that, that stare down in the ring, they was definitely on some old, like, that the crowd was up and popping for that. Uh, this was two two separate halves to one match. Okay. The, the first part of the match was real slow with the Usos just getting the heat on Dawkins or getting the heat on Ford. He made the tag. Then they got the heat on Dawkins. Then he made the tag and they got the heat on Ford again. They got like three sets of heat. So the, definitely tell the story. Yeah, so the plus they went long. They went over 20 minutes, so they were kind of pacing themselves a little bit. So the first part of the match was kind of slow. But then from the point where Dawkins hit that dive over the top, from that yeah. point on, this joint was on a whole nother other. You talking about the ones he hit on the outside, going to the outside ring? Yep. Because the ones that Montez hit... Was had and he was shook the camera was had everybody going crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one where no, I was talking about the one where Dawkins hit when Dawkins did hit when Dawkins made when Dawkins and uh Jay had that fury in the middle of the ring. Gotcha. And then it and then it it it, it finally ended with Dawkins doing the somersault to the outside. That's okay. where everything about this match picked up. Okay. The second half of this match, yes, the people were loud, the people were on their feet, and uh, yeah, it was cooking. So we get the replay because Montez Ford is just raising all kinds of hell in the ring, and we get a replay that shows his shoulder was off the mat. He's like, yo, my shoulder was up. My shoulder was up. Why they stopped the fucking match? My shoulder was up. He was hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I want uh, to make him apologize to Kevin Dunn. Nice, uh, nice way to warrant a bigger a match on a bigger stage, yeah. probably with some stakes or or stipulation, maybe. So, right. So, good. Yeah, well, but they they kind of made kind of forgot the stipulation. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's your producer, darling? Adam Pierce. Come on. Michael P.S. Hayes. Okay. I I was only I was leaving Mike for the main event spot, but okay, all right. I guess the okay. 
Hmm. Interesting. Um, we get a vignette of someone walking in the dark featuring a bunch of candles across, a metal hanging and uh, some bandanas as well. Uh, people are speculating that it's Edge. You ain't see the Latino heat? Um, like some fight? It was so much going on. I was, it was trying to Latino, catch it. It was, like, it was like a Latino heat license plate. It was a references to Christian. It was references to the Dudleys. Um, references to Kurt Angle. So mm-hmm. definitely, it's definitely um, Edge. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this when we add this Edge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. SmackDown women's title matchup. Ronda Rousey defending against Natalia. Natty sends Rousey to the outside to bang up Rousey's knee. That sets up the sharpshooter on the apron. Rousey breaks that up and sends Natalia into the uh, turn into the uh, ring post, and she has to beat the count of ten back in the ring. They trade more submissions that allows Ronda to counter the sharpshooter into the cross arm breaker, and Natty gives up. And Ronda Rousey retains the SmackDown Women's title. <sighs> this match was like, oh my God. we already know this one. Natty tried her best, but the crowd just couldn't get into it. Nope. Look, look who they follow. Look who they, who they follow. <laughs> That's true. They were in a very bad spot. You're right about that. Well, after the match, Ronda Rousey, she gets her title, but she can barely stand on that bad knee. And here comes Liv Morgan running down with her newly acquired Money in the Bank briefcase. And it is official. We're having a cash in. So for the SmackDown Women's title, we have Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan gets the ankle lock right off the start. And it doesn't look good for Liv Morgan. Mean, um, I mean, Ronda Rousey, excuse me. Ronda Rousey gets the uh, ankle lock from the start, and it's not looking good for Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan kicks the bad leg of Ronda Rousey, rolls her up, pins Ronda Rousey, and we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion, and her name is Liv Morgan. Wow. They did it. Put now, the belt on Liv Morgan. Now here's I should have looked to see if um if um, Ruby Riot or Sir Logan um commented on on that on this championship win. Oh, I'm pretty um, you know they did. But here's 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 a few things. So um So, um, so first, there was a, somebody in the audience who claimed to be Rhonda's photographer who said that um, Rhonda never demanded or wanted the title, and she, you know, she never demanded or said, you know, wanted to say she wanted to be champion, and then she demanded to drop the title to the most passionate person in the company, you know, female wrestler in the locker room, and she wanted to be Liv Morgan. Um, it still don't make people like you. It don't. And you're yeah. giving away too much inside baseball. Yeah, somebody. Um, 
Yeah, somebody is definitely um somebody stitching. Here's another thing. Um so they were talking about how with the women's cash in that they have uh one hundred percent success cash in mm-hmm. rate. Right. And then they was it was a lot of people complaining that they don't give no real bill to it. Like the the um it's only been like twenty four hours is like the most that they'll um cash in or something like that. Like they'll like the cash in happens like way too quickly. Mm-hmm. People, somebody was complaining about that, and I was like, I saw this woman Carmella had the had the had the briefcase for a while before she cashed in. It seemed like it, at least. Okay, so yeah, um, Ruby Soho did say she did it. Watch her, and then she said smile, and then the other one she said smiling in the end. She had the money bag sign, so she she saw um, she 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 commented on both of them. Mm-hmm. I want to see if she. Um, I didn't think they would have the testicular fortitude to do this. I thought that after her chances with Becky, that it was just kind of like, okay, we see you at a certain spot, and it's not championship level. So back down through the ranks you go, and they. You know, had her get taken out by Rhea, and you know, then we had the Judgment Day thing kind of dissolve underneath her, and just was like, man, it may not be a good second half of the year for Liv Morgan. And uh, they did a 180 on me, and they pulled the trigger, and I am so happy because she's been the most improved wrestler on the roster. In the last two years, um, the people are behind her, and now hopefully they can book her as a good, strong baby face, and uh, she can have some good title defenses, and this run can have some memories come out of it. Well, she um, she um, been there quite a senior day in the, in the company. Mm-hmm. Why did she in a couple because I mean she's been there since Enzo and them. Uh yeah, and that's who she was apparently dating before she came up to before she got caught up to the main roster. And she was just down there. I remember, I remember just seeing her. You got a bow leave. I, okay, I, I I mean I was I was getting to that, but I was just saying <laughs> she was just down there and then you know she was just down there and NXT, you know, she was doing Battle Royal things like that and then she finally got called to the main roster they had the riot squad next thing you know she loses the riot squad they could be two of her two of her teammates get that boot now she's there by herself she was trying they, was, they had her in the the, 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 the the bisexual angle with Lana <laughs> that went yeah. um I mean, she this girl been scratching and crawling, trying to make things work, and she finally got to where she they got they put the title on her, and I'm hoping that she's gonna um, she's gonna you know, like you said, have a nice reign. Like I think Bleacher Report was saying they should keep the title on her for the rest of 2022, and I was like, eh, Charlotte can come back, and Charlotte, 
does, I don't know. But we'll just we'll see. Um Yeah, unfortunately Charlotte is looming out there in the background, isn't she? But they say that she's um she's gonna be getting a rematch against um Rhonda at SummerSlam and I know that the narrative is gonna be that she got lucky with her win, but she can she beat her straight up in the rest of the match. Mm. All right, you see, I already said narrative coming right now. <laughs> I saw the promo on Friday. I already see it, huh? Yep. Now, before we go to the next, before we go to the final match, who is your producer? Mm, we'll say Molly Holly straight up on this one. Nope. Petey Williams. Ah, oh, little Petey. Little Petey. Little Petey. Um, after the match, Rhonda congratulates Morgan, gives her the title, Liv soaks in the You Deserve a Chance. She has a good celebration in the ring. Uh, we get a video on the Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar last man standing matchup. That's going to take place at SummerSlam. Now it's time for our main event, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. We have Riddle, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Madcap Moss, and Amos competing. Uh, hang on, though. Before the match starts, here's Adam Pierce, and he adds Theory to the matchup. Um... So everybody that's had a big groan and is like, oh my gosh, just telegraph what y'all about to do. Uh, Moss almost gets the briefcase until Rollins pulls him down and hits him with the stomp. Riddle is back in with a ladder that is less than a foot away from the briefcase and goes up the ladder with Rollins on a shorter ladder next to him. They slug it out with Riddle being knocked down, but he comes back up the ladder for super RKO and that leaves everyone down. Riddle begins to make the slow climb until Theory makes a faster climb. He knocks Riddle down. Theory grabs the briefcase, and he is your winner. Theory wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. Why? 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 You know why? 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 Because I don't think John Cena is coming to SummerSlam. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. Um, <laughs> like, when, when, I, when they was, t- they, when they, I was, they was like, Cena's not coming, I was like, oh. But the thing is, from what I've read, they push, they might be pushing this for WrestleMania. That, that conversation for WrestleMania. Mm, okay. Okay, so your thoughts, sir, as theory poses to end the Wait. show. Oh, my, uh, my, my, Producer. my producers. Uh, P.S. Hayes, Joseph Parks, and Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble got to be in this one. All right, so you got one. That's Jamie Noble. Uh, the other one. The other one was Shane Helms. Oh. Hurricane coming through. <laughs> Shane Helms. Okay. 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 It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, all in all, sir, your thoughts 
on Money in the Bank. Would you uh, would you get out of this pay per view? I enjoyed it. I enjoy Money in the Bank. It was, you know, I had to watch it again because you know me. I would take a cat nap on some things and wake up and miss it. <laughs> but I saw the um, everything else that I needed to see. Like I said, it was a pretty pretty solid um, event. Ple. Um, definitely was high on um, on Street Profits and Usos. Mm-hmm. How Liv winning Money in the Bank and cashing in. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it. I mean, like I said, it was, it was solid. You know, the men's Money in the Bank match could have, like, uh, and now they, they're trying to tease Dury saying, you know, he wants to vote probably the wrong cast, but he wants to win back his U.S. title and then cash in on the win on the winner of um, Roman and um, Brock. Mm-hmm. Which I would hope Brock would. If Brock wins, he would just pummel him into the earth. Um, we have to. Uh, we didn't bring this up during the uh, review of the match, but uh, there were teasing. Some unrest between the Street Profits uh, leading into the match against the Usos. Now, that did not play out in any shape, form, or fashion because they were on the same page throughout the whole matchup. But, yeah, they're throwing it out there. Well, I had mentioned it could have been been things between them two a while ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I had mentioned it before it could have been there, but then they came back on the same page. Mm-hmm. But they been, they been throwing it out there saying they've been having issues and everything. I said, y'all really trying to break up this black tag team. Y'all really trying to do this. Yeah, they sure are. They sure are. Well, that was Money in the Bank, so now we'll turn over the page to Monday Night Raw. Uh, So here is the new United States champion, Bobby Lashley, to get us going. Lashley is very happy to be back and welcomes us to the show. It's the man that makes the title, and there's not another man in any division or promotion who can beat him for this United States title. Well, here comes Theory to say that he is a young Mr. Money in the Bank, and while Lashley won the first half, Theory had a great comeback and came through in the clutch in the second half. Lashley isn't impressed, but Theory announces that he is getting a rematch at SummerSlam for the United States title, and then is cash in that night to leave with, with, with all three titles. Lashley says he's ready to go right now, but Theory knocks him down with the briefcase, but Lashley fights back. He hits a big spine buster. And that sends Austin Theory. I mean, yeah, that sends Austin Theory scurrying. Bobby Lashley opening up Monday Night Raw, welcoming us to the show. I know, and Sam can say a boring twenty-minute promo. That's pretty good, though. Bobby uh, might be uh, moving into the number one babyface spot. We'll see. Since we'll see. Uh, looks like they're they're cooling down Riddle, as it's apparent <laughs> right. that 
Randy ain't coming back no time soon. Pretty much. Uh, we're in San Diego, so the Mysterios are glad to be home. So that leads us to Judgment Day versus the Mysterios. Judgment Day jumped the Mysterios before the bell from behind. A frog splash hits Balor's raised knees, so Dominic brings in a chair. Finn takes that away, meaning it's time for Ray's Eddie tribute. Ray falls down and acts like he's gotten blasted with the chair. The ref turns around, and that's enough for the disqualification of Finn Balor. So the Mysterios get the win over Judgment Day. Shenanigans afoot, sir. Afoot. Uh, that was good stuff, though. You sure about Joel? Oh, the 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 finish, yes, sir. Oh yeah, he paid tribute to Eddie, so yeah, like. the finish was great. Now Judgment Day losing, not so good, but at least it was you know they got outsmarted, not out toughed. Miz says he knows what it's like to bring celebrity status into the WWE and wants Logan Paul to retract his statement about them being enemies. Now he's ready to be AJ Styles and prove the size of his testicles. The Street Profits, they held a July 4th party, but the Alpha Academy comes in to mock the profits for losing at Money in the Bank and for not understanding what the holiday is about. Gable gets slapped in the face and the solution is Otis versus Angelo Dawkins in a hot dog eating contest. Yeah, July July fourth is a bad day for hot dogs, boy. Shout out to Joe, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, sixty three of them things. How do you do that? Oh, it's whew, definitely can't definitely can't eat anything for a couple of days leading up to it. So, I'm sure you know, but sheesh. Mm. I don't really think I have a problem with the intake. It's the out. It's the outflow <laughs> that I think would be the problem, sir. Oh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> um, Judgment Day. They have jumped the Mysterios in the back, left them laying. So now it's time for AJ Styles versus the Miz. Miz hits the short DDT for a two count, but AJ comes back with the phenomenal forearm, and AJ Styles is your winner. After the match, Ciampa runs in to jump AJ, but Styles fights back. Miz is back in with the skull-crushing finale, and he shakes hands with Ciampa. All right, John, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, why shouldn't this post-match development occur? Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to just go back in your mind real quick and look at how Ciampa was one of the top, you know, top uh, performers on the Black and Gold brand. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that this pairing with Miz helps him going forward on the main roster? Now, I want you to look at three tiers of the mid-card. You have lower mid-card, mid-card, mm-hmm. upper mid-card. Right. Miz is definitely in the upper mid-card. Mm-hmm portion of the um of the roster right this helps Champa out you know and then i guess it is it's being no it's being looked at as a superstar or is it just that you know he's known as a being a wrestler 
and he's one of Triple H's, you know, prize pupils, you know, from um, that black and gold days. It's tough because they haven't really done anything to give us a backstory of why he's even helping Miz out. He's just kind of had a few matches, and all of a sudden he starts popping up helping Miz. Now, being with the Miz can't hurt because, like you said, it puts him in the upper mid-card on the company uh, to start out with. Um, I think it's kind of 50-50. I, I still think that they, they, they've missed out a lot of the story by not telling us why Miz and Chopper are cool. And I think that now that it looks like Logan Paul and Miz are going to go off and do their thing, and now it has to be AJ Styles versus Chopper after these attacks, we still don't know anything about him. We haven't heard him talk. We don't know what his motivations are. We don't know why he's been so hell-bent on beating up AJ Styles at every turn. Is it was something, you know, we may think is, you know, he shook hands with the Miz. Uh, after this, so we'll talk about it. Uh, after the match, Chompa runs in and jump AJ Styles. AJ fights back. Miz comes back in and hits the skull crushing finale on AJ, and he shakes hands with Chompa. So, you know, him and Chompa seem to have some type of mutual respect or admiration for each other, but we haven't heard him say it, and I and I think that hurts him more than anything. People just don't know. What's it make of? Okay. Uh, Liv Morgan comes out for her big championship speech. The fans say she deserves it, but she says we deserve it. She believed in herself and the fans believed in her, which gave her the confidence to do everything she did on Saturday. This is for all of us, but here comes Natalia to interrupt. Natty wants a thank you for softening up Rousey, and she also wants a title shot. Liv says, bring it, and you know where to find her. But here comes Carmella to interrupt them. Carmella wants to go back to SmackDown, and Liv mocks her for the loss on Saturday. The double beatdown is on until Bianca Belair makes the save. Uh, Adam Pearce then makes a tag match. That starts when? Right now. So we have Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair taking on Carmella and Natalya. Belair gets over for the tag off to Liv Morgan for Codebreaker, but Natalia drops her. Everything breaks down. Liv Morgan has to kick off has to kick off a sharpshooter attempt. She lands Oblivion to Natalia and gets the pin to Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. Your team of champions are your winners. It was spot doing this match where. Um, Mickey used to break the pull um, live over to her. <laughs> I like when they get creative with the braid. Yeah. I really do. Back to the party with Veer Mahan having his food stolen. Almost throwing Reggie around. He got DJ Jazzy Jeff out of the party. Ezekiel uh, talking about bad 4th of July experiences with his brother. And then Ezekiel sprays ketchup onto none other than Seth Rollins out here in his icy white. Um, <laughs> so, 
Just bad timing there by Zeke. Um, we get that creepy video from Money in the Bank that we think is Edge again. So now it's time for Seth Rollins versus Ezekiel. Rollins hits a downward spiral into the middle buckle only to get need out of the air for a two count. Ezekiel, Ezekiel pulls him out of the corner for a helicopter bomb and another near fall. Ezekiel followed that up with some roll-ups for another near fall, but Rollins comes back, hits the stomp, and gets the pin and the win over Ezekiel. Steph hit that stomp. It's all she wrote Post-match, Rollins loads up another stop, but Riddle runs in with the RKO to lay out Seth Rollins. A lot of cross-promotion of feuds going on right now. Right. Akira Tozawa beat Otis and Angelo Dawkins in the hot dog eating contest, eating more than both of them combined. It was was like the winner is Akira Tozawa. And I was like, where did he come from? <laughs> uh, Chad Gable wants a recount, but Otis says he isn't feeling too good. So we get Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy in theory. Lashley power bombs Gable, but Otis makes the save. That's fine with Lashley, who spears Otis to set up Frog's, Frog Splash. Gable makes the save this time and starts throwing suplexes, setting up a moonsault for two on Lashley. The rolling chaos theory is loaded up, but Lashley escapes and hits the spear for the pin and the win. Any? Where Dawkins did the um, he he hit he the leapfrog over Lashley, hit the dive on um, theory and Alpha Academy, and lands the flip. This is the Angelo Dawkins appreciation portion of the program, folks. Uh, as always, Angelo Dawkins' appreciation portion of the broadcast and Um, Yeah, this was good. I mean, you know, Street Profits are awesome with Bobby Lashley. Alpha Academy are awesome, even with Theory. Uh, you know, it progressed the Bobby and Theory situation. Uh, Street Profits and Alpha Academy have been going back and forth with each other in the back for quite some time. Uh, so they paid it off. Uh, after the match, uh, Otis gets six to the stomach. And because Vince McMahon is a 12-year-old child, we watch it again in slow motion. He chunks all in that man face. Becky Lynch doesn't care about any of this. She wants the women's title back. She's ready for Asuka, but Asuka isn't ready for her. Uncle Sam's 4th of July celebration is up next with R-Truth dressed as Uncle Sam. We hear about this being the greatest holiday which celebrates America's victory over the aliens in 1996. Uncle Sam reads his favorite passage from the Constitution. Welcome to Earth. So that is the cue that Ludwig Kaiser and Gumbel need to interrupt. So Gunter and Kaiser, uh, Gunter versus R-Truth, Walter versus R-Truth, non-title match. Big boot, clothesline, powerbomb, ring the bell. Walter gets the win. He didn't even chop him. I wish that uh, R-Truth would have had more of the Apollo Creed, Rocky Five, Uncle Sam than this more straight-up traditional Uncle Sam. Mm. 
but you know oh well Alexa Bliss says she wants the title back but Asuka comes in to yell at her and that sets up our main event Asuka versus Becky Lynch in a street fight a suplex onto the pile of chairs rocks Becky Asuka puts a trash can over her head and strikes away then there's the missile drop kick to drop Becky for a two count so it's time to set up a table with that block Asuka loads up the miss which Becky blocks with an umbrella Asuka takes her up top, but Becky counters with the manhandle slam through a table for the pin and the win as Becky Lynch has defeated Asuka in the street fight. This was pretty brutal. Oh, this was a wild main event, and I was here for it. Now, I've seen it too many times in the last couple of weeks. Becky Lynch and Asuka on television but for this particular set of rules yeah this was a banger very much enjoyed it think that Asuka has even though she can't get a fair shake with the title I think that she has shown everybody in the short time that she's back that there's very few people who can hang with her in the ring very few people. Becky is one. Binky is one, but we haven't seen it quite enough to really, you know, know for sure. I'm thinking Rhea could possibly be someone who could hang with Oscar down the line, but we'll have to see. But yeah, man, Oscar is a beast, and uh, looks like they're gonna somehow set up Becky versus Binky for SummerSlam since it looks like, uh, you know, Becky's on back on her good path of winning ways your thoughts sir on Monday Night Raw um Monday Night Raw was definitely it was on par for for the 4th of July episode I would say that um you know these will have a a, a barbecue some something crazy is going to happen involving someone because Sean Ross has said, you know, someone something is going to be a um, a disgusting angle that happens Mm-mm. um during during the show involving um the Alpha Academy. So thinking that something's going to happen. Um, like I said, Becky and Oscar was great at the end. Who was it um, that said that um, she when she did the hip when she did the um, the the, um, the move when she when she bounces her ass off and crashes into him? I forgot who said that she had that ass of um, um, <laughs> somebody said something in the wrong case that had me laughing. They might have been But she went crashing through that. They went crashing through the um, the barricade. Um, Barricade, I was like, good lord. But Becky was definitely on her shit at that night. Yeah, it's a good match. It's a fun match. Good good main event. Anything else to stand out to you on Monday Night Raw, sir, before we turn it over for your new segment? Um, no. I'm good on Monday Night Raw. Alright. Well, at this time... We'll turn it over to my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, for the Mo Meltzer news segment. 
All right. All right. Um, so Logan Paul, as we say, he signed with the WWE. Mm-hmm. He wants to be booked as a baby face. He's calling his own shots in the company. So he wants to be booked as a baby face. Hmm. Okay. Now, who is going to cheer for him? Is going to be interesting um, to see. That's what we want to we want to see who's going to cheer for him because. Um, yeah, he's naturally unlikable. Right. Um, yeah, so he's calling his own shots. And now we have to um, be watching this play out. You're not thrilled about watching The Miz and Logan Paul, man? You don't You don't want to uh, see this build for SummerSlam between these two? No, I do not. Okay. Let's excited it to might, see this. It might, up, it might set up. They, they, they say it might. It might set up something for, um, Miz and Champa versus AJ Styles and Logan Paul. Mm, okay. We'll see how it plays out. Um. One of Discovery said they would like to have more pay-per-views from AEW. Figured mm. that would be coming. But if Tony Khan wants to go back on his having pay-per-views every quarter or so we'll see if they if they ramp up the um they ramp up the um, pay-per-view requests. Mm. Um, as noted, WWE officials are high on um, Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because of his physique. Yep, we could tell that. We could tell that from day one. But yeah, it's really been emphasized here since he's gotten bulked up. Yeah, so your man, he, your man, your man, your, his. his his time is running out in low digits. Yeah, y'all, y'all happy to see that too. So, y'all so happy to see that. Um, So WWE has a new seated uh, biography coming on eight um A and E. And I think the the um this is the Undertaker and Goldberg biographies will be headlining. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, also, um yeah, so I think this is what I think that a couple of the the ones they were supposed to have on had Aaron on Peacock didn't air like the next new one is going to air on the A and E 
um, doing this series right now. Mm. Um, so that's um, you know that's something um, interesting to see. Oh, okay. So you remember eight kid who yep. over in um, mm-hmm. 2.0. Yep, he came so to. Uh, he was in NXT uh, UK for the longest time. Then came in 2.0. Yeah, so now he's going to be the new Aximon Axim. Axim. Yeah. Yeah. They ran the night. Um, yeah, he's supposed to be uh, some type of uh, math whiz. Yeah. They love um, changing. They love changing it up. So, um, it looks like OVW has a deal with um, has a deal with um, Netflix. Oh, word! Yeah. That's what's up. I've always uh, wondered why, where those uh, places like that could get. Well, OBW it airs on Fight. Mm-hmm. It airs on, it airs on um, Fight, but um, it was saying that um, yeah, it's interesting that they um. Mm. They were saying they were saying that it was come like you know, it was their first hated deal, but I don't think um, like OBW had a new series coming, so I guess they had to keep their eyes open. Yeah, so I wonder how they're gonna release it. Are they gonna like record a whole bunch of shows and just put them out? Like you know, they're gonna you know Netflix isn't like weekly television like normal wrestling shows are produced so. I don't know how they're gonna. What the format is gonna be? It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Big E says that um, Big E gave us an update. He says that his C one isn't ossifying, forming bone quite yet. The current plan is to get more scans at the one-year mark and see how it's progressing. The, the group, great news is that he feels tremendous and surgery is off the table. Yeah, but he didn't say nothing about coming back to the ring, and that is what's true. That's, that's, that's what people were saying. They were saying, um, they were saying, um, he didn't, they was like, they don't know if he's going to come back or not, and I'm like, that's just going to be real real fucked up yeah that c1 being broken is a bitch because um i think i might have told you this when it first started that that's the hardest one to get the bone to grow back and if you can't get that thing regenerated back then he can't wrestle see um he'd be a hell of a commentator though i mean they they'll have something for him if he does have to retire prematurely 
Uh, Jimmy Smith was on vacation. That's why we had Kevin Patrick. What'd you think about Kevin Patrick? He did not pretty solid job. Mm-hmm. He 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 acquitted himself well. He didn't embarrass himself out there. It was just like all of a sudden he turned around. And was like I'm like why am I in? I said I don't hear Jimmy Smith. I was like I thought Byron Saxon was gone. I was like wait a minute. I was like why? Is and I'm looking it up, and it was like. You look at Jimmy Swift, it was like um, Kevin Patrick's on um, on commentary tonight. It was like, they said, oh, um, Jimmy Swift was on vacation. So, <laughs> he should be back next week. Yeah, I think he's at, um, he might be doing stuff for International Fight Week. Oh, okay. So, the whole picture of um, the McMahon, um, Vince, Stephanie, Triple H, and Pat McAfee, who is in the words of these Joe, they living a kayfabe life. <laughs> Had the um the neck brace on because we didn't even mention he mentions after the um after Money in the Bank. He gets attacked by um Corbin. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. He got attacked by Corbin and Corbin hits the end of the day and Corbin accepts his um accepted his um match request for SummerSlam. Mm. That was a very good uh, angle that they shot there. Uh, Pat took a hell of an ass with him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, Isn't it funny that, that, just as an aside here, we got introduced to Pat McAfee in NXT, and there was nothing really likable about him, right? Except for... You know what? For this dude to be an outsider, you can tell he's watched wrestling and he has a healthy respect for the business. And, you know what I'm saying? Okay, he cuts a good promo. That's about the most positive thing people would say about Pat McAfee in the NXT days. Have him do commentary for almost a year on SmackDown, and now he's probably like the fourth or fifth biggest babyface in the whole company, and he's an announcer. He's not even a full-time wrestler. Well, he was doing. You know, the thing was, he was doing announcing before he got he got hit the um, NXT. He was doing announcing at um, WrestleMania. Mm. I remember when he 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 was doing like backstage stuff at WrestleMania and got into a Michael Cole because Mike because he had shorts on. Remember the whole shorts incident? Mm. And Michael Cole um, yelled at him for for wearing shorts. He was just like, he just thought he was just, you know. Filled out the role, but that was that was our first real introduction to him. And then that's when he went to NXT and started doing the, the stuff with um, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, so yeah, he definitely has caught on that, that we had to do, and he's um. He's definitely just, you know, the man, so to speak. Now, um, too much I got so far. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? Nothing earth shattering. All hell about to break loose between now and the weekend. <sighs> Never know. 
<laughs> I do know. What happens every time we have a, 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 a what appears to be a uneventful Mo Meltzer news segment? Something happens. Right. We, after we finish recording. Right. Oh, here's another here's another thing. So remember when I told you, I think I, I told y'all a couple, probably like a month or two ago, that there was a, a new wrestling promotion called Wrestling Entertainment Series that was supposed to be ran by the AOP. Mm. So they had the late they had they had the latest show. They had announced a, a, a whole a whole handful of former WWE talent to be at this show. Mm. Show got delayed. A lot of people had to pull out. Um, the former, um, what's his name? Um, he used to be with, um, he used to be Rusev. He used to um, start the whole Rusev day. Um, oh, you're talking about um, oh, Aiden, English. Aiden English, yeah. He go by his real name, Matt Reinhold, or something like that. He, oh, wow. um, yeah, he, well, he, he, he does announcing for, um, I think, TNA. Mm. So he put up and they say he, he was ghosted by them. You know, he said he lost, he said he lost a lot of uh, money because, you know, he was, he was, he had a booking conflict and he was saying that the people that the AOP, the, that, that wrestling entertainment series really wanted him to pay him up front. But then they just fell through the crack and he was just saying to the fans, don't buy no tickets. You know, they out they, they, they have to be trusted, things like that. Then Nia Jax came out and said that she doesn't know why she's still being advertised for that show when she's not going to be there. Mm. And there was a whole bunch of other people who was on that card, like Lana's not going to be there. And there was some other people who, um, I think, um, Braun Strowman not going to be there either. There's a whole bunch of people they had listed that was former WWE, but they're not going to be at the show. So that's been the whole, that's been the talk to, you know, they said that people were saying that they undersold the show. It was like a stadium show, but they undersold massively. So, hmm. sucks for them. They got to have you booking stuff together. You're booking your, your money, all that stuff together. All right, sir. Here we go. Whoa, no, we got, we got, we got our favorite. Yeah, I know. Favorite. I'm ready. All right, main event. We have Mustafa Ali versus T-Bar and Champa versus Tazawa. So they ran back Mustafa and T-Bar from last week? They a lot of stuff. And then Champa and who? Tazawa. Actually, you know what? You might get me right with this one. I'm intrigued by Tazawa and Champa. Because if if styles make fights, they have two very contrasting styles. No, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. I messed up. Messed up. Mm-hmm. Actually, the the lineup that was that was last week, but the lineup is Bia Mahan versus Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus uh, T Bar. Um. Nah. <laughs> nah. Doesn't work for me, dog. It doesn't. 
Nah. You don't want to see. You don't want to see main event Mustafa Ali. That's what he calls up main event Mustafa. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> <Locked> up. <laughs> but at least he's getting wins over there. I hope. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? I think based off of what we saw yesterday during Raw, during that um the 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 segment. I think Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander will be Ben Mahan's next two victims. Mm. What happened was they tried to do the little trick where they, where one taps you, one taps him, and he turns around, and the other one snatches the fool, and, run, and they both run. So it was a video I have posted after um, Raw, and you see Cedric and Mustafa running, and so they turn the corner, they drop the um, they drop one of the buns. And they pick it up. It's like slow motion, and they just thing you know, when they pick up the button, it, it speeds up to regular speed. Regular speed, and you see Ben Mahan still chasing him. So mm. I was like, "Oh, that might be his two new opponents." So that's that. Um, now here's what we got for level up. On Friday, uh, Dante Chen versus Miles Bourne, Elisa, Elisa Leon versus Ariana Grace, and Malik Lay and Ibis Anofi versus Bryson Montana and Amarius Griffin. Hmm. I don't have anything to add to that, sir. <laughs> That's a no go for them too, huh? That's a no go for them too. <sighs> yeah, no level up for this week, man. Just uh, just this main event, strictly on the strength of Tazawa and Chapa, just because it's, it's a different matchup. No, I told you. I, I thought that was the wrong one. Oh, oh, oh! See. I, I knew that sounded. I knew that sounded repetitive. I that was, that was last week. I said. I said no. I said. Um, I said it's, it's Ben Mahan and Mustafa Ali and then Cedric Alexander T Bar. <laughs> and you said nah. Nah, nah. I don't want to see Mustafa Ali get thrown around. I just. I want. I want better for him. I really wish that he could rethink this and just stay on the outside and just let the contract run out or whatever he was doing. He was planning on doing. Because they done talked him back in to come into the company, and it's not looking good for him, man. It's not. It's not looking good for him at all. So, you know, he better he better uh, campaign to do like Apollo Crews did, see if he can get back down to NXT. For real, for him. And ride out the rest of your contract down there. At least you'll have fun. If nothing else, you can put the young folks over, but yeah. yeah, he's one of those people that found out that in your heart and in your dreams and in your mind, WWE is a place to be. But once you get there, you'd rather be anywhere else. Anywhere else. All right, man. You got anything else that you'd like to let the people know before we wrap this segment up? Uh, 
right. So I'm going to turn it over to you, sir, at this point in time for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to Don with another week, another episode. We burned the midnight oil right here. Um, shout out to Jade, shout out to Simmy, shout out to Terry's boy and Anwar, uh, shout out to our Spaces crew, Black Holland, Black Marvel, Pilot Ring. Uh, shout out to our ladies. Jula Jula, Miss V, Ma'am Lizette, Queen Balmendi. Um, shout out to other ladies that rock with us. Um, my girl Jay, Kevin B. Um, shout out to Roll Up Sunny, Jerome, aka Word. Uh, shout out to everybody else who'll be in the, in the spaces and the hashtag bus watching this watching these shows, criticizing, applauding, giving our commentary with color, as the slogan says. Um, that's about it. Well, thank you as always, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me here once again on the WrestleCast episode 316. Uh, thank you to Ms. Jade to the Max. Thank you to Sam and Greg. Miss Didi Jonay, Madame Lizette, Miss Jupiter Jula, Miss V, um, Cammy D, um, Black Howling, Black Marvel, uh, Quantum Central R. Give a big shout out to our boy Terry's boy. Came through on the dark match, Forbidden Door, and uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, So big shout out to him. Real quick, real quick. Shout out to, we met last week, shout out to Quantum Central R. Proposed to his girlfriend. You know, got merged on the menu. Congratulations. Shout out to our brother. Yes. I'm going that. Yes. He took the pitch and did the triple H point. point. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep it wrestling related. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to those two crazy kids going forward. Uh, thank you to everybody who is a part of the CSPN slash WrestleCast community. We greatly appreciate everything that you guys do, all the support. Like I said, I wasn't able to um, watch Money in the Bank live on Saturday, but I did peep in to kind of birthday. Yeah, birthday <laughs> yeah, kind of see what the uh, what the attendance was like underneath the hashtag for our live tweet, and it was really strong. So. Definitely appreciate everybody coming out, sharing their commentary with color with us. Um, the tweets are fantastic. I love to go back through and and read everybody's uh, opinions of uh, what's going down. So uh, continue to share, continue to rate and review the podcast as well. Continue to support the podcast either through CSPN.us, clicking on that tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page, doing some shopping through Amazon or any of our sponsors to help kick back some of your purchase to help keep things running smoothly here on the network or you can become a patron you can in exchange for your monthly monetary contribution we give you extra content that's where you can find me and Ms. Simi each and every week breaking down AEW Dynamite you can also hear uh, 
pre and post show conversations that we record before we do these recordings. Everything doesn't always focus on wrestling all the time. So there's more content to be found over on our Patreon page. So please think about becoming a patron and supporting the CSPN and the WrestleCast. On that note, for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And this has been episode 316, oh hell yeah, of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Independence Day, and these people deserve some fireworks. 